Hey everyone, welcome to the Chuggy Bets NFL podcast. We're going to talk about winners, how to make some more money, but first, we're going to chug a beer. Let's go. Who's ready to chug some beers and make some bad gambling picks? Welcome to Chuggy Bets. Ah. Well, I want to start this podcast off by saying, hey, thank you for everyone who helps us, supports us, hits the five stars, subscribes, likes. We appreciate it. Please keep doing that. Ring those bells. Give us those downloads and those listens because we need them, right? Someone's got to pay for the beer, and it's hopefully it's you guys. Um, I'm joined today by Andy up top, Al in the corner, Danny to the side of me, and we got some record results from last week. So in the NFL, Al went three and three, but one is chuggy. Uh, Andy went four and two, one is chuggy. Danny went two and two, one is chuggy. I went four and two, lost my chuggy. But hey, as a team, we're four over 500. That's pretty damn good. You guys should be rich by now. What are you doing not listening to us? Um, before we get into the games, is there anything we learned last week? Uh, Andy, did you learn anything watching the NFL this week? I learned that it's very important to follow the concussion protocols and that a lower back injury can look suspiciously like a concussion. <laughs> uh, Al, what about the, you? Did you learn anything? Gives you those jello legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've all been there, right? Um, one thing I learned is when it's my birthday, fade all the teams I like. It was <laughs> <laughs> a bad, bad, bad fourth weekend for me. Uh, good birthday, though. It was. Danny? I learned uh, when I'm on a heater live betting, I should keep on going and not listen to my brother. Absolutely. Smoker. <laughs> Danny was cleaning up on the live bets. I think he went 7-1, and 8-0, oh, just absolute fire. 14-4. 14-4. Uh, and one of those four was Al told me to take the over in that uh, Sunday night yeah. game. So 14-3 and three yeah. on my own picks. Danny, I've I've learned that that listening to your brother is a bad life choice just in general. (laughs) I think actually we've all probably had a situation where we listened to something Austin told us to that we probably shouldn't have. It does tend to get me in trouble. It's a whole lot of fun, but it does get me in trouble. (laughs) This time he told me not to take the Colts plus 600. I ended up getting him at plus 300. So I learned, and I'm going to reverse this in a second that I got to stop betting Vegas. Las Vegas has killed me in like every consecutive week. I was so cocky last week against Tennessee, but maybe I'm doing it again. Find out more in a minute. Um, so Andy and I have Andy and I have winning records, and we all won our chuggy bets. So we all get to give out drinks. I didn't win my chuggy bets, so do I not get to give out drinks? You don't get to give out. Actually, we should all just tell Matt to drink three different times this. <laughs> all right. Okay. So four and two. Matt sloppy. Okay, I just want to make sure I clear this up. I don't get to tell anyone to chug. Everyone else gets to tell someone to chug, correct? That's that's how Against it works. Rules? Unless somebody – did somebody win? No, the one person who won. Who won? No, Matt, yeah, Matt and I over both went though. four and two. We tied for Okay, the so one. everybody gets to tell somebody to chug. Yeah, Matt. Oh, well, then I should get two. I should yeah, get two. Yeah. <laughs> The chuggy bet winners get to tell people to chug, all right? No, also the person who wins. We've always done the person who wins. So there's, everybody gets to tell someone. Right, and right, if right. Andy really wants to do two, he can do two. 
but I only have two beers here, so that's what you guys got options for. I, I, I can get up and get another if you need me to. I think uh, we should just pre- pretend to redo the intro three times and all just chug three beers back to back. <laughs> and then see how the podcast goes. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> exactly. I had to do so much editing last week. Um, <laughs> so bad. But we got, we appreciate you guys liked it. We crushed it, right? Right? We didn't yeah. make a lot of money. We yep. sounded terrible. We made a lot of money. Um, let's start off on Thursday night. The three and oh, Miami Dolphins are going to the land of Skyline Chili for a game on Thursday versus Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati is a three and a half point favorite, and the number's 47 and a half. Andy, what you got? So I'm taking the under 47 and a half, uh, and there's a bunch of things that go into it. First off, it's a Thursday night short week. Those tend to be lower scoring on the Thursday night games. Also, Cincinnati's offense has not looked the same as it did at the end of last year when they were really firing on all cylinders. They looked a little bit better this week, but that's because they were playing the Jets. Jets. Sorry, Um, Joey. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sorry, but um, the first two weeks they looked abysmal, um, and so I'm thinking that the the step forward might have more to do with the Jets than the Bengals. And then Miami has a really good defense, um, which we've showed by you know almost completely shutting down um, the Bills uh, this past weekend. They had a lot of yards, but we didn't let them in the end zone. Um, and I think Miami's offense has shown us that they're only going to open up the playbook when they have to, um, right? They, they've been pretty vanilla. They have another gear they can get into, which is a very welcome change from the Dolphins of the past 20 years. Um, but they don't just, you know, put it in fifth gear all the time. They kind of wait and see if it's needed. So I think if Cincinnati doesn't score a lot, Miami keeps it close to the vest and, and we go under pretty easily here. I, th- I think that McDaniel uh, spends the first three quarters setting all that stuff up. And then he purposely gets in third and 22 so that he could throw a, a, a 65-yard <laughs> waddle. <laughs> he just knows he knows that Tua has that in the chamber, man. Tua, Tua's, he's the, he's the best quarterback in the game. I think we can all agree that Tua is the best quarterback in the game. We don't want Tua not against us. So what's confusing to me is his name is Tua, but he wears number one <laughs> <laughs> That's because he's number one. That's because he's number one. He's currently number one in QBR in the NFL, too, which is mind-blowing. Like, big brain. Him and, um, God, it's escaping me. The quarterback in Philadelphia have been absolutely uh, hurt. Hurts. Hurts. Uh, the uh, 2016 National Championship quarterbacks or whatever it was. <laughs> Those two Alabama quarterbacks who were on the oh. same team, uh, the co-national championship starting quarterbacks, were very, very good. Bryce Young, buy low. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Andy, one thing I have to say about that total play of yours is I have a sneaking suspicion it's going to look like a really good play for a half of football, and then it's going to look really ugly. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm obviously going to watch this game, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna have like a hundred live bets on this game, but uh, I'm taking the Dolphins plus three and a half. Uh, because I think so. Tua uh, tricked the concussion protocol to come back in the game, which is shocker. Because I've been questioning his toughness for a while with his pinky injury and everything, but uh, he literally uh, tricked them into thinking it was a back injury when uh, we all saw what we saw. So, uh, congrats, Tua. Uh, you're tougher than I thought, uh, and obviously we needed them. With uh, I thought Tua's arm was weak, but uh, Bridgewater out there throwing duck farts. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I like I like Teddy Bridgewater, man, and I I love seeing him on the sideline of the Northwestern game, coaching him up and everything. But uh, 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 yeah. you know, 
dropping back and yeah. throwing the ball. Yeah. Not, not, not nothing, the best. But makes, I, go ahead, Al. Nothing makes, nothing makes QB1 look good more than uh, QB2 giving playing time. Yeah, uh, especially when QB one can make the kind of throws that Tua has been making the last the last couple of weeks. But uh, my other plays are going to be like the the first quarter under. Uh, I feel like this is a huge first quarter under, and likely the first half under, depending on what the numbers come in at. I was um, just going to ask, what do you think the first half under is in a game of forty seven and a half? Is it twenty one and a half? It'll be a little over twenty one and a half. I think the first quarter under is only going to be like seven and a half, though. So, <laughs> um, but I'm I'm still going to take the under. I like the under 21 and a half in the first half. And I love the under first quarter too. I think that's, that's good. Um, all right. Let's go across the pond. Um, we are going to Tottenham Hotspur stadium for this one, 9 30 AM kickoff from London. We got the Vikings on the road to new Orleans second stadium. Um, I have a play here guys. 9 30 in the AM is early, right? Yes. Kirk Cousins is really good if it's not prime time, right? Yes. So if he's playing at 9.30 and he's he's usually pretty good at 1, he's going to be exceptional at 9.30 a.m., right? Because he that's perfect church. He's going to have he's, his buttons He seems on. like the kind of guy who gets up very early in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's already mowed the lawn even though kids were sleeping and it's 6.15 in the morning because he's an asshole. Um, <laughs> no. All things, but let's be serious here. Um, I think Minnesota is the better team. Jameis is hurt, and you can clearly see he's hurt. He's got like four broken vertebra, can't throw the ball down the field. Kamara is throwing the ball to the defense. I don't think New Orleans is particularly good, and I think Minnesota hasn't played up to their standard. I think week one may have been too good. I think last week, sorry, Al, they, they probably didn't play as well as they should have. Um, so I think this may be a get right spot. The only thing that's curious to me is it being in London. Um, if it was in, if it was in Minnesota, I'd feel a lot better about it, but I think it's worthwhile rolling the dice, getting Justin Jefferson back. Right. And, uh, getting two and a half here. I may also think about the under, I don't know what the number is, but I, I feel like these London games usually go pretty low. I, um, I didn't, yeah. I didn't like the Minnesota play when I was thinking this game was in the Superdome. Um, it being in London, I, I like a lot more. So uh, yeah. I think that I think that's probably the right side. Also, I'm, I don't I don't know historically, but I'm pretty sure uh, London games go under at like an insane clip. So that might be something to look at. Yeah, uh, especially if it's in if it's in Tottenham, they actually go over more often. I'd like Son to score at plus one forty. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. yeah, Harry Kane's gonna get a penalty in like the eighty eighth minute. I'm going to look at this as a teaser spot potentially um, right now it's two and a half. So if you tease Nor- New Orleans with a six point teaser, it brings you up to plus eight and a half, um, especially, you know, games with low totals, the, the points are more valuable. And the nice thing about this is you could potentially, I'm not saying you should, but you could potentially follow Matt and myself and you could win both. Uh, potentially that's a, that's a fun one to root for uh, that nice little sandwich spot where you win both. Um, it's impossible to lose both, uh, but you could, you could win both potentially. So look yeah. at that. As like teaser. That. that is, that's aggressive. I like it. Um, let's go to um, the a, we got the Browns coming in facing the dirty birds. Don't have a line on this. I know Andy, you have a thought on the teaser, right? Yeah, it's the exact same thing as the last one. Um, I'm going to tease Atlanta up to plus eight and a half and um, hope that they keep it close. Um, it's just another good 
good teaser spot. Um, I don't necessarily um, think that Atlanta is the better team, but I think they've played pretty decent football um, in all of their games so far. And so I, I believe that they have a chance to keep it close. So I'll be teasing yeah. this one up. Yeah. I like it's that two and too. a half. Also, it's another one of those two and a half. Yeah, uh, yes, it was last time I looked. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like them a whole lot at eight and a half. Um, I don't yeah. like them a whole lot at two and a half. So I, I think it's hard to beat a Marcus Mario the led Falcons team by more than a touchdown. They've been. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked watching the end of that game last week. It was. I, I, I did too. I was impressed yeah. with Atlanta. I was more impressed than I thought I would be. I this first game I'd watched. They looked good. They looked better than I expected against a depleted Seattle side. So, Danny, in our week one podcast, I said that Marcus Mariota looked better in preseason than I expected him to, and you almost fell out of your chair laughing. So I think this is a good opportunity for you to apologize to me for that. Andy, <laughs> Andy, I'm sorry, but I, there's actually a better way for you to uh, rub things in my face on this podcast. <laughs> That's true. Why don't you chug a beer there, Dano? <laughs> I, don't well, like giving mine out, I don't like giving mine out first because then then you can retaliate. You know, I got I to gotta hold those in the chamber. <laughs> While he's chugging a beer, let's go to what looks like the premier game in the AFC this weekend. We got Buffalo going into Baltimore to face the Lamar Jackson. Uh, Al, you got to play on this, right? Yeah, I'm laying three and a half with Buffalo. It's easy. Um, and the Ravens are good, right? I'm not saying they're not. Uh, they beat a bad Jets team. They uh, choked away a victory to the Dolphins in the epic fourth quarter uh, you know, fall out. And then they managed to scrape out a decent victory against the Patriots in New England last week. Uh, they're scrape hosting. Out. They won by like, they won by 11. like 15 points or something. 11 on, on like a, a late garbage touchdown. And then. They covered, they covered um, for me. And they covered the yeah. five and a half I had live at plus 150. Yeah. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um, but Buffalo is fucking really good. They got a better defense. They've got the better offense, and I I think Lamar Miller or Lamar Jackson, sorry, <laughs> is uh, not not that he shrinks in like big moments, but he does it a lot more than Josh Allen does. So this one being three and a half, I'll take it. It'd be great if it was three, but three and a half, I'm, I'm not worried about that. Dan, so yeah. I, I think that uh, both of these offenses are great. I think that uh, both of these defenses are good. So I'm looking at the over. Um, I do not think that either of these quarterbacks shrink from big moments, except maybe Josh Allen a little because he bounced that ball that should have beat the Dolphins. Um, but also, he it's really hot. You know, it was like it was like 90 degrees, and I guess that's really hot if you're from Buffalo. Um, so he. You know, and I guess maybe uh, Christian Wilkins violated them earlier in the game, and he was still a little—he uh, was still a little uh, traumatized from that uh, exchange. <laughs> you know, so that's that's my Josh Allen take there. I think he'll—I think maybe nobody will uh, touch him where where the, on the doll yeah, during this I, game. I, <laughs> so he'll I he'll play I, better. I think following you on that one. <laughs> uh, maybe nobody will touch him on uh, on the doll on this one, but uh, Lamar Jackson is uh, like the the uh, Ravens are one of the best offenses in the league, and uh, Lamar Jackson accounts for eighty nine percent of it. So I'm not going to uh, say that he chokes at all anywhere or does anything. He's one of the best players. He 
might be the best player in the NFL. So uh, I'm just going to say that uh, over. I'm rooting for I'm rooting for points, and it's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I think the over is a fine play. I think they're both going to score. Baltimore is – it depends how good Buffalo's defense plays, but Lamar Jackson is a freak. He scores a lot of points. He may shrink away in the smaller moments, but Josh Allen's record in one-score games is, like, astonishingly bad. Like, he, I think he's, like, one in seven. And that's just because Buffalo goes out there and just puts it on teams and, like, blows them out early. Um so that's something to take away there too. So, like, so Josh Allen in his entire career has played eight one-score games. That's probably because he just doesn't have a whole lot of experience. <laughs> something like that. It's crazy. I, I saw the stat. I, yeah, I, got I, know. I saw it too. And I was like, man, he's only played eight ones. I feel like Dolphins play eight one-score games every week. I feel like the NFL has like every NFL team has eight one-score games a season. That's a, I mean, yeah. I was shocked by that. That's how good he's been in Buffalo. Um, a couple games we don't have a play on. Uh, Jacksonville, Philly, and Chargers, Houston. Um, we kind of debated it, going Chargers or Houston. Davis Mills at home kind of effect. Um, and I don't know if Justin Herbert is okay in the ribs. He made one of the best throws I've ever seen. Oh, man, running. that was so good. <laughs> Holy crap, he was on the run. Like if you haven't seen the video, well, let's post it on Twitter or so. That was so good. Unbelievable. Um, also, kind of like Jacksonville in this one. Uh, I, I wanted to bet league. Jacksonville so bad. It was the it was the hook that got me the six and a half. If it got to seven, I was gonna I was gonna give it out. And when it gets um, to seven, it, at some point, if it doesn't get to seven, I'm gonna buy the hook uh, and bet it. But uh, yeah, that's, that's where if, I bet on this game. If the Jags cover this one, go ahead and pencil them in for a playoff win. Just to, just to cover, not win, because they're six and a half dog. Wow. The Eagles are super good. I think I shit yes, on them they are. at least once, if not twice on the podcast already. But the offense is legitimate. The defense is good uh, to borderline great when they want to be. Uh, Jacksonville in this Doug Peterson offense, we're talking like week four, right? So they've got a lot of time to grow as the season goes on. And they looked really good. And they, that performance against the Chargers was a masterpiece. So if the Jags can hang with the Eagles, uh, they're winning the division and they're winning the playoff game. So uh, I was I was up at uh, uh, my, uh, my brother-in-law's farm, or Austin's brother-in-law's farm, uh, watching the Dolphins game. And I was texting Rod, you guys all kind of know Rod, right? Uh, about the Eagles while the Dolphins were uh, going back and forth with the Bills. And it was weird to be texting Rod about the Eagles while I was watching the Dolphins. And we're both good. <laughs> it's weird. It's just yeah, a weird transaction weird. to be making. I know the Eagles won the Super Bowl a little while back, but uh, it's just uh, traditionally we've both been not great for a while. Yeah. What's that like? Both good at the same time. Both good at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Andy, we are heading to Indy here. You've got to play on Tennessee Indy. What's your what you Yeah, I I'm taking Tennessee plus the points. You kind of have to ignore uh, Indy's last week result to to buy into this. Um, they beat Kansas City, who everybody considers to be you know one of the best teams in the league. Um, but that, that was a little bit of a fraudulent win. There were some penalties that helped them out at the end. Uh, if, if you don't get that penalties, that those penalties, they probably don't win. Also, um, Kansas City missed a field goal, where if they make that field goal, this game goes to overtime. And I'm not sure I buy that Indy 
uh, can beat them in overtime. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mahomes and uh, um, the enemy got in a little bit heated going into halftime because the Chiefs had a chance to go drive and get a score late, and they just ran the clock out. And there was a little bit of back and forth, a little drama there. So, yeah, I, missed opportunities I, for the Chiefs. I did not see that, but but that you know goes right in line with what I'm saying. Like I I'm not gonna suddenly upgrade Indy a ton because of that game last week. Um, I've been low on Indy the whole season, um, and I've been high on Tennessee. So if I'm getting points with Tennessee, I you do like I said, kind of have to ignore the, the result from last week when Indy beat Kansas City. Um, but other than that, I I like Tennessee getting three. Yeah, I think both those teams um, are not as bad as their their records indicate. And I do think Tennessee – Tennessee hasn't won a game, I think. So, they beat Las Vegas. They won this weekend. Oh, they did, right? Yeah, they right, beat right. Vegas. And they and should was, have beat the Giants in week one. It was rough because Vegas, Vegas had opportunities to come back and they just kept they just kept shit in the bed. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, that division kind of stinks, right? Like, I, I, I was high on Indy, and I'm clearly wrong. I thought Tennessee was not going to be that great. I'm going to find out. And Jackson, maybe Jacksonville's the team, right? Maybe they are the side that Jacksonville's good. Yeah, like I loved watching them the past couple of days. They put it. They put the spur to the Chargers, and I understand that Herbert's hurt, but I couldn't believe the result. You know, everyone talks about the AFC South being the worst division in football, and I don't think that's going to be the case by the end of the season. I think Tennessee and Indy make it a more competitive race. I think Jacksonville ends up um, at the front of that race. But I think there's going to be at least one or two divisions that are worse. I think the NFC East already is worse. Awesome. Awesome. And and even Houston's been more competitive than a lot of people thought they'd be. That's true. Yeah, it's shockingly competitive because I I would have put them to be the worst team in the NFL and they aren't going to be. So. Um. Andy, let's stick with you. Um, Jets and Steelers. Do you have a play in that one? Yeah, I'm taking the under here. It's under 41 and a half right now, and uh, it's a low number, um, so it kind of stinks. You have to hold your nose a little bit for this one, but neither of these teams have good offenses. Uh, again, sorry, Joey. Um, <laughs> it's just the, the truth of the matter. Um, I We talked a little while about um, if Mitch Trubisky's Time is limited. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. I'll be way more interested in to watch this team um, if they bench him and move on to Kenny Pickett. But until that happens, um, I think both of these offenses are very limited, and uh, I think it'll be a defensive battle. I don't exactly plan to watch a ton of it, uh, but I think it'll be low scoring. I think you're going to watch some because it's going to end up being in the red zone because the game is going to be like 14-17, like 14-15 for some reason going into the fourth quarter. It's going to be really close. Your logic is really good, and I was following your logic for the same reason, that for the same bet I'm going to make. I understand there's going to be ramifications for the bet I make in a second, but I think you've got to take the Jets plus three and a half. Drink. Chug now, if you, if you ever, if you take the Jets, if you take the Jets and I have a Chuggy, I'm telling you to drink right then, every time, every time, every time. It's never, it's never not going to happen if I have a Chuggy and you take the Jets, period. You're going into the mustard field and you're taking the Jets as dogs. The hook is important here. Zach Wilson is coming back this week. I think that Ooh. his mobility Ooh. will make them better. Um, 
Yeah, baby, take it easy there. Get your Sorry. head out of your um, and, then, and, and if if uh, Trubisky doesn't start and Pickett starts, I don't think it changes shit. I'm still in for plus three and a half. I think equally Pittsburgh's offense is, is in trouble. Um, I kind of like it on the money line, Drew. I think it may be something to ponder there going into Pittsburgh, but I think the play here is plus three and a half. Okay. I disagree with you, Matt. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not making a bet, but I am glad Zach Wilson's back. We didn't get to talk about Marcus Freeman this week, so I'm glad Zach Wilson's back. <laughs> All right, let's go from one tough city in Pittsburgh to another tough city in Detroit. We got Seattle coming into town. Al, you got to play. Yeah, you guys watched uh, Minnesota Detroit this past week. I did. I did. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Sorry, Al. Okay. Yeah. Did you guys watch? Uh, have you guys watched any Lions game? over the past uh, 38 years. Uh, they all end just like that. They all end just like Thanksgiving. that. I've seen that, those. I've watched a lot of them, and they don't usually end up with Detroit uh, winning by a touchdown or more. Uh, so they're just going to have point favorites. Um, bringing in the Geno Smith, Seattle Seahawks. Um, I am taking the points. I think Seahawks cover. I think Seahawks money line is a play too. I think that when I saw these lines, first thing I did was take uh, Cardinals Seahawks money line and parlayed it. So I okay. think Al is uh, being an anti-homer here, and I uh, am going to. Geno Smith has been good for us still. Uh, we talked about this, I believe, in week three. He was good for one half of football, and I was overrating that one half of football, and still. Uh, now we're in what week five, and he's been good for one half of football. Um, so I, I, what I'm, I, I think you're overrating Seattle here. Danny, right. um, let me see if this can sway you. Okay, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, which is the Lions' main top receiver, uh, got hurt in the last game. He still played through it, but he's got an injury he's dealing with. Uh, DeAndre Swift sprained his shoulder and re-aggravated his ankle injury and is probably probably not going to play. Um, the Lions' only good safety uh, tore his Achilles last week, and he is done for the season. And they still have three offensive linemen out. Yeah, it sucks so, when your coach makes your guys go 1,000% on every play in practice and in the game, right? They might like not make it very far after like one or two games. I, I mentioned that. Yeah, is this it, gonna be um, the man Campbell argument again? Yeah, but no, I, I, what I'm saying is Geno Smith sucks, and uh, I'm sorry KJ Osborne uh, uh, beat you guys last week, but uh, yeah, uh, I, I I don't think I don't think I don't think that Seattle's gonna gonna. Come I mean, I would I would be happy to lose my bet. Yeah, so, you know what's great? Detroit's had like a top five offense through the first few weeks with Jared Goff manning like I know it's weird manning. it's awesome but it's awesome but I didn't been really exciting I, I started this argument not knowing this piece about uh DeAndre Swift being out which is like a huge a huge it thing is. so uh ne maybe never mind <laughs> sorry yeah yeah I just, it doesn't yeah, look like a, a spot where Lions gonna win by a touchdown or without without him I don't think that they'll 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 win by a touchdown. Or you don't if think he, they'll if, score a touchdown or more. <laughs> no, they'll score. They'll score, but anyway. Andy, did you have something to add? I just don't really want to bet on Seattle. Um, I, I think 
that's probably the right side getting that many points, especially with all the, the Detroit injuries that Al outlined. But I, I don't want to bet, bet. I don't want to put my hard-earned money on Geno Smith, so I'm going to pass. Well, Andy, Andy, may, may on this strategy, then <laughs> uh, the Lions love to take a two-score lead and then put the brakes on and let teams back in. So maybe keep an eye out for an early Lions lead and then take Ricky off. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Well, Andy, you don't like betting on a bad team, so let's take you to Chicago. <laughs> what do you have in Chicago? You, you like You're taking less points. With a- Chicago <laughs> is two and one, my friend, and uh, <laughs> they are. They are. That's a great question. I'm not sure. Um, Justin Fields has completed like 30 passes this year. I don't understand how they're like. Anyway, go on. <laughs> this line was Chicago plus three. It's not up right now because we're recording this on Monday night right after the Giants played. It'll come back up tomorrow. If this comes back at a lower number, I don't like it anymore. I want the, at least a field goal with uh, Chicago. Um, and after the Giants lost, it is possible that this number comes back lower. Um, but if it comes back at plus three or higher, I, I'm taking the points. The Giants aren't good either. Um, they they shouldn't have won that first week against um, against Tennessee. They lost tonight. Um, I don't think the Giants are good. I'm, I'm definitely not betting on Daniel Jones. Um, like you, you can talk all you want about um, the Chicago quarterback uh, Fields, but do you think Daniel Jones is better? Right? Like no. No, I don't. <laughs> so I'm actually taking the better quarterback in this game, even if he's not very good. I don't talk shit about Justin Fields. I just I just don't know why he hasn't been better so far. I guess it's because mostly he their has, offense sucks and they have no receivers. He has nobody to throw to. Yeah. But Daniel Daniel Jones is as good of an athlete as Justin Fields is, or, or better. He that's I mean, that's a shocking thing to say, right? But uh Daniel Jones can when you say that, all I see is him in the wide open field, just falling flat on his face. You guys remember that? That yes, what, yes. that was funny. Run? That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. You're gonna say he's that bigger, Batman he's is a bigger an klutz. athlete. He's a bigger klutz, but he he's an athlete and he's a real athlete. Did David Montgomery get hurt? Is he? I, I thought I saw an injury, or maybe he's day to day. With that team stinks so bad on offense. Like I, I'm, I'm good. Good on you, but I, I don't see this. I would bet the other side in New York. And that's not a great New York team by any means. I just, Chicago's not very good. Um, but let's, I, I, dude, I hope you win it. I'm not betting it. So let's go. Let's go, Bears. How about, how, let's get a money line win. Um, Washington, Dallas. Uh, I, I, the lines aren't up yet. I think Dallas will be a three point favorite. Washington has been, Carson Wentz has been bad, bad the past couple of games. Came out gunslinging. I don't know if anyone has any. Anything to add there before we get into four o'clock sleep? Yeah, Carson Wentz I mean, put I up would... fantasy points in week one and hasn't really done much since. No, he I would not. lean Washington only because um, I don't really trust Dallas's offense, and I think Washington, if you get Carson Wentz on a good day, um, can move the ball. I don't know. I, it, that's what the numbers say. I, I, I don't feel good enough to play it, obviously. If okay. Pollard, if Pollard's healthy and playing, I'll, I'd bet Dallas. Pollard's been good, man. Yeah, Zeke can eat on the bench while Pollard plays. Um, <laughs> let's go to the four o'clock window. We'll start in Carolina, where Arizona comes in to Carolina. Al, what you got? Yeah, there's not a chance in like there's not a snowball's chance in the hell I'd ever take Carolina on this one. Um, Arizona, while I am not particularly high on them, are, is 
way better at every position. Um, I don't care that it's in Carolina. It could be like gross weather, but I would still take Arizona a thousand times out of a thousand. Yeah, the line puzzles me. That's the only thing that works against it. I think Arizona is the better team, like by a lot. Danny, what you got? Oh, I'm, I'm, I didn't uh, place this beforehand because I didn't, I didn't see it. Sorry, uh, I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna bet it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take Arizona plus one half. The only uh, one of my live, one of my only live bets that I lost last week was I took uh, Arizona plus three ninety at the mm-hmm. half when they were only down seven, and they didn't end up doing much in the second half. But uh, Kyler Murray is uh, still a good player. He just didn't make a lot of plays last week, and I think he's gonna make up for that this week against a bad Carolina team. They had a bunch of injuries in the middle of that game, and that probably impacted it. Yeah, and they did not play particularly well. And Arizona's been playing this incredibly dangerous style of taking big like deficits early and trying to make up for them. Um, Andy, what you got? Uh, A couple of things. First is that makes three of you on this play, um, which has been a curse for us up until last week. We broke the curse. We had three of us on the Ravens against new England and uh, the Ravens uh, beat them as we all know. So we've broken that curse. So hopefully that's not a curse anymore. So having three of you on that, hopefully we can win this one too. Um, And then the other thing is I saw on Twitter this week, uh, somebody said that uh, Kyler Murray, when he scrambles, looks like a toddler who stole his parents' phone. Um, I don't know if you guys saw that tweet, but it's really funny to watch him scramble after you see that, Um, especially because all of us have kids, so we all know exactly what that looks like. Absolutely, Um, You can't unsee it. Yep. Oh, that's good. He really does look like that. And just speaking on trap lines, I mean, sometimes the line looks like a trap, and it is, and sometimes you get, uh, you know, the Eagles blowing out the commanders by, you know, 16 or the Jaguars beating the Chargers by 28. So, I don't know. Even if it looks track trappy, I still am going to hammer Cardinals. Yeah. Well, those those normally look trappy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I, I, I'm still going to bet it. It's the only bet to make. I, I can't bet Carolina. Their defense could be good. Yeah, what am I going to bet Carolina as favorites against Arizona, and then watch them get blown out and be like, well, the numbers suggested I was on the right side. I'm fucking I'm crying in my beer. I do that shit with the Lions enough. I can just <laughs> give me the better team. Like, fuck give, better exactly. Team. Give me the better team with the points. Exactly, Al. Give me the better team yeah. with the points. Easy. Agreed. I'm, we're in. So we got a three-piece on that. Uh, let's go to Green Bay where New England and the Mac Jones list. Mac Jones is playing. Uh, Patriots come in to face Aaron Rodgers. Al, what you got? A big spread. Big spread here. Yeah, He's taking so... the better quarterback. Al's taking the better quarterback in this one. Yeah, who is even um, backing up Mac Jones? Oh, it's got to be Brian Hoyer. It's still Brian Hoyer. I think I saw that today. Um, but their third string quarterback is Bailey Zappi, who was at Western Kentucky last yeah. year. And I'd actually be yeah, way know. more interested to see what he's got. Uh, but I don't for think sure. it's going to be him. I think it's going to be Brian Hoyer. Um, ten and a half points is a lot for any NFL team to cover. The Packers uh, have not That's been particularly explosive on offense. Um, their defense has not been – well, their defense has been all right. But, you know, they lost, they put up seven points against the Vikings. They put up 27 on the Bears and 14 on the Bucks. So, 
what are you expecting out of them? 17, 20? So do the Packers or do the Patriots hold, score 10 points? Holding the Bucks to 14 is pretty good. Holding the Bucks to 14 is pretty good. That Bucks team the other day had no wide receivers oh. one at all. Like they had Cameron Braid. I told y'all without Chris Godwin, that offense. You were right. Yes. I, I actually re listened to that uh, today and uh, I was like, damn, I'll hit that shit on the head. No, so, yeah, I, I mean, obviously this game looks a lot better, a lot better if Mac Jones is playing. Um, but yeah, even if he's not, I think it, it's going to be tough for Green Bay to cover. To, I don't, you know, in the NFL, there's not really any reason to. You know what I mean? If they're up, say they're up 12 points in the fourth quarter, there's no reason for them to stop New England. They want to let them, you know, take 10 minutes and drive downfield to kick a field goal, and then they cover, and the game's over. So, I don't know, prime, ripe for a backdoor cover if it even gets to that. Al, are you, are you saying that that's too many points? Is, is that what I'm hearing? That, you know what, Andy? <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. And you know too what? Andy, you have too many beers. Will you chug one for me? Are we still doing that? You guys, I will. Thanks, bud. I feel it's kind of rude to do that to Andy when he's just like commiserated on our uh, shared logic. But... <laughs> no, it's delicious. Thank you. <laughs> All right, final man. A small four o'clock uh, schedule this week. Our five. There are yeah. There's just three games. One one o'clock games. Damn. Or like nine one o'clock games and only three in the four o'clock window. Because that London one... game. Ah, that's what it is. I'm like, it's confusing to me. Um, so the final game is we got Denver going into Vegas. Um, who wants to go first? Let's go, Danny first. What you got? So I don't know what you guys are going to do, but I know what my pick is. I'm going to take a guy who wears makeup near his eyes because I wear makeup around my eyes because of my eyebrow issue. So What's I'm your eyebrow be... issue for those oh. who haven't listened to that college podcast? Oh, well, I, I think we need to know. make them listen. I don't know if you guys know, but uh, uh, I uh, forgot to switch the, uh, the clip on my clipper from manscaping to beardscaping. And uh, yeah, then uh, trim my eyebrow with the the zero, and uh, it went away. And then my wife now has to paint it on. So um, yes, I, I think, have one eyebrow right now. I think very using good. the same trimmer for manscaping and on your face is very ballsy. Oh, <laughs> you use uh, it doesn't matter. I don't want to go into this. Um, Danny, what else you got? Uh, just minus two eyeliner. Uh, makeup on my eyes. That was all. <laughs> Al, what you got? Uh, oh, wait a second. Because you shaved off your eyebrow, you can chug this beer. Cheers. Al, what you got? Um, I am all the way the fuck out on the goddamn uh, Broncos. <sighs> they uh, won last night. They- Nathaniel Hackett is the trashiest, garbagest, like worst coach in the history of any sport. He's trash. Russell Wilson, for as douchey and like shitty and like not human as he is as a person, 
is exceptionally good at throwing a football. He is. Yes, he is. And he is. It's like this is like watching, um, like an overweight model, like walk the runway in heels she hasn't won worn before, and you're like, I don't know. It's just, it's like you can just see it could it could. How be does she get the hot dog from the window at the gas station? That's the important part. Kirk Ferentz, Kirk Ferentz is the judge. <laughs> when it's, Al takes a deep breath and puts his hands together like this and leans oh. back, I just know we're about to get a gem of hot dogs or or like, overweight models in high heels. Or it's like it's like having like a German <laughs> Shepherd as a watchdog, but it's got. But there's a hot dog. I think I put too much pressure on you there, Al. I think Al throws darts against the board that has random words, and then he's just like, (laughs) okay, I gotta figure this out. It's a Mad Lib. It's like Mad Lib. But it was so good with the Kurt Ferentz hot dog uh, 7-Eleven one. It just worked so good the first time. He's got to keep trying. It's it's just it's just sad watching him like be so hamstrung by just the garbage offense, and I don't want anything to do with the Broncos. And the Raiders are not that bad. They've had a couple bad luck outings. Uh, they're at home. Even if the Broncos have a good defense that has kept them in these games, I think the Raiders figured out. So who would have thought that uh, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf were good? <laughs> they were you know and i don't i haven't looked at the seattle stats but i'm assuming they're not crushing it now with um uh, geno smith at the quarterback yeah. position were they good or were they a product of rust or is everyone good as a team teams win championships not russell wilson not dk metcalf that's it that's i wish you guys had a beer to give me now for my douchey <laughs> statement andy what you got uh, yeah, I'm I'm actually with these guys. Um, so that's three of us. Hopefully, uh, we don't end at three. But um, I I thought that Denver last year was a quarterback away from being a contender. I thought that they had everything else in place. They've got a couple of good wide receivers in Judy and Sutton. Got a couple of good running backs in Gordon and Javante Williams. Um, they've got a decent defense. I thought all they needed to add was the quarterback, but for some reason it's not working. And I don't know if it's because Russ is washed or because Nathaniel Hackett is all the terrible things that Al said about him. Um, but could it be because some... Von Miller's in Buffalo? It could be. It yeah. could be for I, sure. I would say, um, Andy, they made one addition too many and it was adding Hackett. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe, <laughs> but something is not working, which is very obvious. And until that, starts to gel or click i'm betting against denver every week and at some point they may click and turn it around and i'll lose a a bet that week but um until until they prove it to me i'm not trusting it look i don't think i think denver is going to find it and it's going to be soon and then they're going to be formidable um i also don't think las vegas deserves to be 0-3 right like 
I know Josh McDaniels came in there. They, they had everything going on last year with Gruden and Mayock and Henry Ruggs and everyone. They had to kind of clean house for like for multiple different like controversial reasons and may take a little time for the team to acquiesce. I don't think this team should be 0-3. I definitely don't think that team is bad enough to be 0-4. Um, I think Denver will find it, but I'm hoping it's not this week. Let's go. I'm joining you, boys. Let's do the cyclone. 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 Okay. I also just, I also just thought of something while you were talking, Matt. Um, this is McDaniel's second stint as a head coach, if I'm not mistaken, and wasn't right. the first one in Denver. Yeah, it was. He was pretty so bad this is though. The McDaniel's revenge game. Maybe it's just Denver that's the problem. <laughs> Maybe. Peyton made something happen there. Peyton was bad in Denver. No, he was. <laughs> that's actually, actually, he was really good the first year and bad once his neck broke. Yeah, so I, I think the only play is I think Las Vegas has to get a win, and hopefully I bet you next week or the week after we all fade Denver and they start to become a wagon, start running Here. everyone down. I got so, the I got the um the Broncos schedule pulled up and since we, I think we got a little bit of time here. Let's just run through this. You let me know if you think these are any of these are obvious wins. So Raiders this week, we already decided that's not. Uh they host the Colts. Indianapolis on the road is a weird Pick different kind of shit show. Okay. I'm down At on the Chargers. Colts. That's winnable. At Chargers. At Chargers. That's not it. if Herbert's healthy. If Herbert's okay, no. Hosting Jets. Yeah. That's a win. Okay. Yeah. Um, at Jaguars. No. No. Yeah. At Titans. Pick them. Yeah. It's possible that they've gelled things by then. Maybe. Hosting Raiders. At Panthers. At Ravens. Like, there are some winnable games here, but this is not a team that. They're not going over, but they're they got like four wins in them. Yeah, I mean they have five. two wins already for what it's worth. But like, I don't. See, are you talking lost? Oh, we're talking about Denver's schedule, right? That's what that mm-hmm. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They have two wins already. I just, I, I, they're gonna. I think they're gonna get to eight or nine wins. They just haven't found it yet. They're and not getting to nine wins, Matt. I will take. I will. I will do it. Yeah. Whatever. You, yeah, whatever man, bet you want right games, now on nine wins. They're not gonna win any. So that well, alone gonna... limits you to one, two, three, four, five, six. The, seven, the Denver eight, team we've seen so far, it will no. not win any division games. But I don't think you're going to see this team in a couple weeks. I think it's going to be a much better. Cortland Sutton. Court Cortland Sutton is good. Jerry Judy's good. I don't know what the hell's happened to Jerry Judy in this offense. For the fantasy fans out there, that has been a disaster so far. Um, they're, he's going to find the rhythm with these guys, and they're going to be fine. Um, I don't think they're going to be great, but I think they'll be fine. I'm going to be fading them until that happens. That's fine. I'm fading them right now. I'm buying in Las Vegas. Not I being think we've cool. all agreed here. I don't know why you guys are arguing. We all agree. <laughs> Cyclone. Cyclone. Let's fall out of the chair. All right. Let's talk. That's what a cyclone is, idiot. Uh, now the um, games we'll send uh, we'll send on uh, uh, the TikToks. So I've done a terrible job managing TikToks the last couple of weeks, and I apologize. I will send over the last. 
uh, a couple of the weekend plays. Sunday and Monday will be out there along with our college football round robins and a couple of teasers or a couple of plays that we'd like on the weekend for college football. Um, so Saturday, uh, the, if you want Kansas City, Tampa Bay, you want Rams in San Francisco, it is coming your way um, closer to the weekend. Go to TikTok and get it. Um, any underdog candidates we'd like from the NFL weekend? Mm, yeah. Um, Miami. Uh, Atlanta. Uh, I do. I like Atlanta. I like that one, too. I don't like any of these enough for round robins, but I do like a couple of money lines, yeah. Yeah. Andy, you got anyone? You guys already told me you don't like it with the points, so you're not going to like it on the money line, but I think Chicago is a potential there as well. I do, yeah. I don't know, for some reason... I hate the Chicago with the points. I just... Yeah. Just throw, throw all the money at Arizona... All of it. Andy, I, I just don't understand why with why with like 11 1 o'clock games, that's the one you want to pay attention to. Oh, I'm just going to have red zone on. I left Scott Hansen to, to serve me. It's like going to a really fancy restaurant where the chef just like serves the specials. There's not actually a menu. That's yeah, what but Scott Hansen is. He's when Scott Hansen does me. that, he doesn't give you any Chicago Giants. Zero Chicago Giants. Perfect. Like, I don't care if it's a good game. He'll Scott Hansen is the naked won't. model that you eat sushi off of. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, Al. That's perfect. Um, uh, what else? Oh, let's do Chuggy Bets. Uh, Al, what's your favorite bet of the week? Ooh. Um, it feels rude to pick the ones that we're all on together. So let me go. No, do it. Do it. Just do it. Yeah, pick your favorite okay. one, man. Yeah, I'll take Arizona plus one and a half. Okay. Uh, Danny, what you got? Uh, well, mine is the Monday night game. You want me to do that now, or should I pick a different one? Um, sure. Uh, Rams. Uh, I believe it was like plus two, but I like it on the money line, so. Rams to win, but we'll give you the plus two and a half as time of recording. Andy, what you got? I am taking the under in um, Jets at Steelers, under 41 and a half. All right. All right. You got Might that. be sweaty and ugly, but money's I am going to also hang out with Al on Arizona plus one and a half. Just seems like – seems too easy. I feel like a crazy person. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us today. Um, we appreciate all your love and your concern and that Joey's here with us today. It's awesome. Um, please feel free to like, subscribe, and follow us. Do all, ring all the bells and do everything you can. We appreciate it. We make this content for you, kind of. We also make persons. So um, for Andy, Al, Danny, this has been the NFL Podcast. Cheers. Good night, Joey. Cheers, guys.